Dramos. What up, fam? What up? What up? Peace, cameraman Steve. Peace. It's Tuesday. Yep, pretty much. I'm here by myself. Ah, Dramos is here. Steve, the cameraman's here. No Angela Yee, no Charlemagne. See, that's what happens when you have a holiday party on school night. Now, last night, the station had a holiday party. Everybody was jamming and rocking at the 4040. I did the adult thing. I went to sleep early. I rested. Passed out. I did watch a little bit of the Giants game, though. Only the good parts, the first half. After that, I, I fell asleep. But I made it here on time, and I have no clue where Charlemagne is. But anyway, he is late. But we got a great show for you today. He'll be joining us in a little bit, I'm sure. Roddy Rich will be joining us. You know he has a new joint, Ballin' with Mustard. I put the forges on the Jeep. That joint. So we'll kick it with him. He's from Compton. We'll tell you all about him. And also the weather. The weather is beautiful in New York City right now, which is amazing. It's like, what, 60 degrees? Two days ago, three days ago, we had a, a, a storm. where we had a, In Jersey, we had about eight, nine inches of snow. But today is just beautiful. I don't know what's going on with the world. I don't know what's going on with global warming. I don't know if I should like this or if I should hate this. But I'm not going to lie, not having a jacket on this morning walking around the city felt pretty good. Yeah, it really did. Well, let's get the show cracking. I don't know how I'm going to do this by myself, but I'm just going to talk to myself all morning. Well, I'm going to talk to you guys. So when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about Miss America, Miss Teen USA, Miss Universe, and Miss USA. Also, Patriots cheating again. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Yo. What's... Why are you so late, man? Because I was at that damn holiday party you, last night. I told you. I told you. Y'all can't have it both ways. You can't have me come in the holiday parties <laughs> and then want me to be to work on time. I, I know I'm an old man. Okay? I tell you. It was either I had to pick one. It was going to be get a good night's sleep or hang out. I figured I, I you, hang out. Oh, you didn't come? Yeah, oh, yeah, I did come. Oh. 7 o'clock, I got there early. What time oh, you got no, there? I got there late because I, I had to. I was at the house. I was at the house with the kids. Then I went to the yeah, gym. Too, and yeah. then I got there about 8, 9, 9.20. 9.20, okay. You know what I mean? That's it was late I got in 7, left about 7.05. I don't know about y'all, but my phone uh, at 8 o'clock goes on Do Not Disturb, and it says uh, you got to be up at 4.20 mm-hmm. to be to work on time. Mm-hmm. I need And I need those eight hours. Yeah, I'm not mad at so you. At 8 p.m., my uh, phone tells me to go to bed. Mm. All right, well, let's get in some front-page news. They yesterday, the Giants called me, the New York Giants called me. They said, what do, you, what do you want us to do tonight? You want us to win? You want us to lose? It really doesn't matter. You hate the Cowboys. You hate the Eagles. I said, well, this is what I want you to do. First half, bus ass. The second half, just let them, just let them know what it is the first half. And the second half, just chill out. Let, them, let, them, let, let, let the Eagles win because we hate the Cowboys that much. So that's what happened last night. The Giants lost 23-17 in overtime. 
Both the Cowboys and the Eagles are six and seven, and they're at the top of the NFL, the NFC East. The NFC least. Okay, the most trash-ass division in the league is literally like arguing who's the, who's the tallest elf. All of y'all are saying is help us. All right, now the Patriots admit to violating the NFL policy but deny cheating. So this is what they did. They sent their camera team to the Browns stadium. The Browns were playing the Bengals, and the following week, the Patriots were playing the Bengals. So they were supposed to be taping a segment called Do Your Job. That's where they go behind the scenes and talk to staffers behind the scenes and talk about their job. But when that was over, allegedly they continued taping the Bengals to see the hand signs, allegedly, and everything else that they were doing. What's the problem? They got caught. That's right. That is the biggest taping. problem. They got they caught got taping. Caught. The NFL took all the tapes, but the Patriots said, whoa, we didn't know that they were cheating. We didn't know they were taping for that reason. This is the Patriots' way. Uh, they've been cheating for a long time, and I respect it. Drop one of the clues bombs for Bill Belichick and Tom Brady, those two Trump supporters. And the reason I respect it is because they care about their fan base and they want to win by any means necessary. I wish my goddamn team would cheat sometime. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Salute to the Cowboys, non-cheaters. Now, uh, for the first time, we got to say congratulations to the top beauty pageants. Miss USA, Miss Teen USA, Miss America, and now Miss Universe have all crowned black women as their winners at the same time. So congratulations to these young women. It's about time they catch up. Start crowning black women. Okay. And uh, today was is a beautiful day outside. Like I tell you, it's close to 60 degrees. The weather's nice. It feels good. But now they're saying tomorrow nearly 65% of the U.S. will feel below freezing temperatures this week. Mm. So it's going to be cold. It's supposed to snow here in New York. It was just, it's beautiful today, though. So enjoy the weather if you're out and about today. Well, I picked a good day to be off tomorrow. <laughs> oh, you off tomorrow? You goddamn right. Okay, I mad at you. You off? I'm off. Why not? All right, and that's front page news. <laughs> we a team. You yes, off? I'm you off. Goddamn right. All right, get it off your chest. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or horrible morning. Maybe you were late for work because you went to the holiday party. Whatever it may and be. And by the way, it's the holidays. Okay, your job just needs to know that, all right? I don't know. Your job just needs to understand that we checked out already. You My know what goodness. I'm saying? We just here, you know, for the next five, six days, and then it's vacation time. All right. Okay? I don't know how y'all living, but I know how I'm living. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, NBA? It's your boy, Melo. How you feeling? Melo, what's up, bro? You busting ass out there for Portland, man. I'm telling you, I just want to play basketball. I told y'all I could play. Yes, okay. sir. You still got it, my brother. Yo, how you feeling, Charlemagne? I'm blessed, black, and highly favored. What's happening, King? That's a great answer. Yo, man, I just want to get this off my chest. First off, Travis about to eat Sean Stone. <laughs> All puns intended. It don't matter whatever you do with that joke, Charlemagne. Ha! <laughs> uh, Travis about to eat Sean Stone's ass. Goodness gracious. I knew, I knew it was going there. And also, man, Uber, they violated my mans, bro. Who? Like, how does a girl run down on him and then she screenshots them having a conversation and he get fired? I don't understand this. You talking, you, that's your man, man, for real, bro? That's my man's man's, like... That's my guy. They really violated my guy, bro. Damn, so he got fired because the girl swung on him. Exactly. She, like, slid in his DM. Like, oh, let me get your number. And she texted Uber. He stole my number from the app. Wow. Exactly, man. Well, sorry about your mess. You know what I mean? Like, I believe him because he's not not an ugly dude. Okay. I'm glad you find him handsome. 
Might want to talk to Trav too. Ugly, it'd, it'd be one thing, but like he's not even ugly. Like I really believe him. Hey, that don't mean nothing. No ugly dudes be doing some foul, creepy Thank stuff you, too. I mean, handsome dudes. I mean, hello, who's this? Hey, why the hell is R.I.P. Nick Cannon My trending? My name's Theo. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off what's your up, chest. What's up? What's up? First, of all, I want to say, man, I listen to y'all every morning, man. I love this show. You know what I mean? And I wanted to get off my chest about my Eagles to envy. We came back and we played ball to win that game. Ain't nobody gonna let nobody win in the second half like now, that. We man. let y'all win, man. We wanted we, we wanted the Cowboys. We, we shut y'all down, bro, bro. You, you, you on, shut man. down a horrible be team. Be Are you proud with, of that? Be, if you ain't if you ain't gonna be real with me, be real with Charlemagne. He know what's up because nope. we coming for the Cowboys too. We wanted you guys to win so the Cowboys w- wouldn't be number one in the NFC East. That's that's nah, what it was, bro. Uh-uh, nah, but we, thank we, you we, though. We, 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 I'm gonna I'm be honest with you. I want the Philadelphia Eagles to win. I want the Philadelphia Eagles to go to the playoffs. I don't want the Cowboys to make the playoffs. I want us to hit rock goddamn bottom. You can't get lower than the Giants, bro. Hello, who's this? It's Lance. Hey, what's up? Get it off your chest. Uh, my last job, I hate, I hate that job. No doubt. Word. And um, they they fired me because I was trying to join the military. Mm. And I, I was underpaid and, and overworked. All right. Anything else, sir? That's all. <laughs> That's all I would say. Have a good one, man. Cheer up. All right, no doubt. Jeez. I'm trying to figure out why R.I.P. Nick Cannon is the number one trending topic. He's clearly not dead. But this is Eminem stands. No. Hello, who's in. this? It's Mike. What's going on? Mike, get it off your chest, bro. Man, I'm feeling uh, kind of oppressed. I'm feeling like I just can't get ahead right now. You know, like uh, I'm one of the working class. I'm uh, I'm black. I just feel like I just can't get ahead this morning. You know, like steady providing. And uh, I'm just feeling all the struggles this morning. I need like a boost of positive energy this morning from somewhere. So I said I'm going to call and get it off my chest. Talk to the fellas this morning for some some type of good vibes, man. Y'all need to drop one of the cool bones to me or something to get me going. I, I, man. I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, King. I'm gonna tell you what I do. Whenever I get in my little funks like that, you know what I'm saying? Whenever right. I feel slightly depressed or I feel like, you know, things aren't moving for me the way I want to, or if I feel stuck, I go out there and I do something for somebody else. Even if it's something okay. small. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I i do not know if it's okay. like, you know, buying somebody's coffee while you in line with them or buying somebody's food while you in line with them. Just just anything. Just go out there and do, do something good for somebody today. Sow a seed. That's in my character. That's that's what's up, uh, Charlamagne. I appreciate that word. You got anything in before me? I mean, what Charlamagne says sounds amazing. I mean, you in the funk, you know, you, you pick somebody else up and that'll help you. And I'm going to tell you something else. I just read this the other day in uh, you, my, my, my Daily Affirmation book. Whenever you're feeling stuck, you got to make sure that you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing, you know, uh, in, in, in your life. Like, sometimes we think we're really working hard, but we're not. Right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Yo, my name is Tariq. Tariq, get it off your chest, bro. Tariq, I hate you on power, my G. Oh, man, why they had to name that kid that, man? I hate myself on power. Word. Look, man, <laughs> I called about, um, I'm calling about this Mike Vick thing. Y'all saw that, that petition they got online? I did, I yep, did, yep, yep, I yep, did. Yep, yep, yep. Yo, that's foul, man. Yo, that man did his time. He, he, he that, They need to leave that man alone because you know it ain't about the dog, man. It ain't about the dog. Yeah, man. it's about him being black. It's about him being a black man, and they don't like to give black men second chances. 
Yeah, man, that's that's completely foul. But we got a petition online too. I don't know if anybody else saw it, but we got a petition where we signing one to keep him as the captain. So, um, you know, anybody who hasn't saw that petition yet, man, y'all sign that petition, man. So they can leave this man alone. And, I, and, and I, I don't understand the problem because the man has, has has come back to the NFL. He played. He got another hundred million dollar contract after yep. that. He's on Fox Sports One all the time as a commentator. Like, why they mad well, at why him? Why attack still? him right now? Yo, I have no idea. And I'm going to tell y'all, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm a dog breeder myself, right? So in the dog breed world right now, man, it's horrible. People that I was thought was friends for years, man, they true colors coming out right now. You know, the way they the way they dogging this, man. I lost a lot of people I consider friends in the dog breeding world behind this. Really? Behind, 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 behind Mike Vick? Yeah, behind Vick, man. I mean, the, the stuff that they posting online in some of these dog groups I'm part of, and, yo, they got one post uh, floating around where this guy was like, Vic took a picture with his daughter on her birthday. Yo, homeboy commented, I hope she get trafficked. Like, come on, man. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a little crazy, wow. man. Wow. Well, thank you, bro. Yeah, man, that's too much. And shout out to Mike Vic. Shout out to Kia for real good people, man. Salute to Mike Vic. Mike Vic, you don't worry about nothing. You know what I'm saying? They don't hate, the, they, they, they don't love them dogs as much as they hate black people. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Jeffy from Brooklyn. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest, man. Yo, I'm feeling blessed, man. I just turned 26 today. Congratulations, well, young birthday, man. Happy birthday, bro. Huh? Congratulations, young man. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yo, Envy, mm-hmm. you let me down last night, man. Why, why? <laughs> You're giant, son. Does it really? For these, uh, Eagles get took down, man. What's going on? Well, I see. I thought about it last night, but I got a phone call from the Giants, and it was like, oh, "Who do you hate up. more? Do you hate the Cowboys more or the Eagles more?" So I said, "Yo, first half, bust ass. Let them know where we from, and then just give it to them because we really hate the Cowboys more than we hate the Eagles." Good Lord Almighty, you want to talk about me? Because I'm a diehard, I'm a diehard Cowboys fan, man. Drop one of the clues bombs with Dallas Cowboys. DJ MV treating uh, my Cowboys the way white people treat Michael Vick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate black people more than I love them goddamn dogs. All right? <laughs> you keep him out that damn Pro Bowl. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Have a good one, bro. Have a this thing, man. You too, bro. Take care, baby. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. When we come back, we got your rumor report. We got to tell you about Juice World. All right? We got some updates on what happened with him. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Angela Yee is out, but let's get to that rumor report. Let's talk Juice World. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the rumor report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, let's give an uh, update of what happened with uh, Juice World, of what we know, what TMZ is reporting. So they believe that when Juice World took off on his pl- private jet leaving California, landing in Chicago, they believe that one of the pilots, I guess, seen a weapon, but reported to the police that there were weapons and narcotics aboard his plane. When his plane landed, uh, police were waiting for him. They believe that they're saying that maybe Juice World got nervous, scared, upset, and tried to hide some of the Percocets that he had. Allegedly, he swallowed a bunch of Percocets, a bunch of painkillers, in an attempt to hide them from the feds. And they say from there, that's how they believe he got his seizure. Now, also on the plane, they found 70 pounds of weed, three guns were seized, and they found codeine. They said that the guns were seized were all registered. Maybe that it was uh, his security, but you're not allowed to have those weapons in the airport. So that's why... uh, 
they were taken in. The two security guards were arrested. Yeah, we've heard stories of people uh, swallowing contraband before to hide it from the police. But I'm going to be honest with you. I don't get it. Uh, number one, Juice World is the moneymaker. You know, your team should not allow you, the moneymaker, to be around any of that. Like, there shouldn't have been 70 pounds of weed on a plane yeah. with Juice World, And those painkillers, uh, somebody else was supposed to take that charge. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't, I don't even understand how a situation like this happens. Yeah, and, and very sad. And, and I know a lot of people do that when they get pulled over. They like to, to throw things in their mouth and swallow so they don't get caught. A lot of times, getting caught is a, is a penalty, is a fine. You might have to spend a, a weekend in jail, or but it ain't worth putting all that in your body. Bro, throw the goddamn capsule. Uh, somebody else take the charge. Like, no. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't dump that down your body. No, not at all. But that, that's just a very sad situation all the way around. Because, number one, like I said, the most important thing is Juice World is the moneymaker. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the guy that you should be trying to protect at all costs. You shouldn't have him in that situation. Not around, not around no 70 pounds of weed and definitely not around no... No, no Percocets, you know, and if, and if he is, if he did have a problem with Percocets, somebody should have took that charge. Simple right. as that. And there was another story, allegedly his girlfriend, I guess the girl that he was traveling with, told police and, and, and the ambulance crew immediately, yes, he took a bunch of drugs, and yes, he has a, a, a pill problem. That's what mm-hmm. she allegedly said. Now, what I don't understand is the 70 pounds of weed. Now, he allegedly signed for $3 million. He's getting over $100,000 for a show. Why would you put that in his vicinity where he could even get in trouble for that weed? I've said that twice already. I'm just saying, I'm agreeing with you. Yes, I'm saying I don't, I don't understand I that. Don't, I, don't, I don't get that at all. Like, I, By the way, I don't know why he would want to be around that. If he knew. I'm the multimillionaire here. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm the guy that's, 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 that's getting money the legal way. Right. Like, y'all should not have me in this situation. I should not be around this. Right. Period. Oh. Your, your team failed him. His team failed him tremendously in that situation. All right, well, Joyner Lucas got a lot of backlash for his statement. He uh, posted yesterday, Juice World was 21. It was a product of our generation of rappers who glorified drugs and made it cool. I'm blaming y'all, Iggas, for this ish. All that lean and pills Iggas glorify and talk about, you teaching the kids to do it. Shaking my head. You happy now? R.I.P. Juice World gone too soon. Listen, Johnny Lucas is right, you know, but it's a lot of layers to this. Like, we got to get to the root of the situation. Like, a lot of these kids are dealing with mental health issues. Juice right. World is somebody that has been very open about his mental health issues. And, you know, once you are dealing with mental health issues and then you start self-medicating as you get older, then it's like you, you go to a really, really, really bad place. But so, not only that, I think it's a lot of what, what Johnny Lucas said, too. A lot of rappers glorify it. They talk about it all the time. And these kids follow a lot of things that they see that their favorite rapper do or their favorite athlete does and the fact that you see your favorite rapper drinking lean you say hey I might try your favorite rapper might be talking about a pop a perk yeah I might try it that's why I said Joyner is right mm-hmm. and it's a lot of layers to it Envy those are layers now French Montana explains why he is in the hospital let's let's hear this that's what happened when you try to be too much of a rock star on your birthday <laughs> <laughs> I turned up so much I ended up in high ICU for real I went to like four different countries and like Six days. Wow. Yeah, Saudi, Egypt, Morocco, and like somewhere else. And I ended up in my, my house and, you know. It's too much. The rock star. Got a, yeah, the rock star got a story to tell his kids. You know, I stayed there for a couple of days until I made sure my body was right to leave and come home. You know, and I got, you know, the personal nurse is taking care of me. And, and, you know, they told me I have to stay home for like four weeks until I'm fully recovered. Yo, brothers got to take care of themselves, mm-hmm. man. Stop treating your cars and your jewelry better than you treat yourself. Yeah. Because that's what I'm seeing a lot of. Well, the doctor told him to, to sit his ass down, and, and I spoke to French. He's doing way better, and he's sitting his ass down. So, 
Shout out to French Montana and definitely uh, shout to him because he just released his album as well. What's wrong with resting? Like, listen, that's another thing the culture did. The culture, you know, told us that hustlers don't sleep. Correct. You sleep when you're dead. No, if you don't get some sleep, you're going to die. All yeah. right. Sometimes it's perfectly fine to rest. Like, what is wrong with resting? Well, it's also difficult, too, because in this industry, you got a short window of time most of the time. So when you have that short period of time, you try to get as much as you can because when it's over, it's over. Well, guess what? Huh? When you're dead, it's over, too. You're correct. Okay. All right. And that is uh, your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. We'll tell you about my Giants, how they did, and our intern that works up here. Her name is Jasmine. Uh, she has a story to tell about a situation that happened with her on a lift. So we're gonna get to we're gonna talk to her when we come back as well. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, quickly in sports, just to let you guys know, the Giants lost last night to the Philadelphia Eagles in overtime. Thank you, Giants. I got a call last night, and they told me, do, you know, do you want to win? How much do you hate the Giants more? I mean, do you hate the Eagles more? Do you hate the Cowboys more? I said, you know what you do? Just bust their ass the first half. Let them know what it is, and then we'll lose because we hate the Cowboys more, and they agree. So that's I'm going to be Giants honest with you. Lost. As a Dallas Cowboy fan, I want the Dallas Cowboys uh, not to make the playoffs because I don't want no excuses not to fire Jason Garrett and the whole coaching staff. Uh, no need for us to get in the playoffs because we're going to get bounced in the first round. And I think us Dallas Cowboys, we need to really hit rock bottom in order to uh, become the team that we all have been trying to be for the past 20 years. Well, we I, I don't think you can make the playoffs anyway. But anyway, that is uh, your sports report. Now, we have a young lady in with us right now. Her yes. name is Jasmine. Jasmine is uh, one of our interns. Been one of our interns for how many months now? Um, since May. Since May? Since May. Okay. Now, Jasmine, uh, she was in the news recently over uh, an incident that happened in a lift ride, correct? Yes. Now, explain to everybody what happened. Um, we know you had a press release, a press, press conference, conference this week. And so what? tell the people what happened. Um, so I hosted my first award show called The Glammies. Mm -hmm. And I was leaving around 10 p.m. to get in a lift pool. I lived across the city. I was actually on the west side. Mm-hmm. Um, so I took a quick pull, thinking, you know, let me get in this cheap uh, lift ride. I got in the lift ride. I was the first one in the lift. Now, let me explain to my mom, because I'm sure there's some older people that don't know what a lift pool is. A lift pool is you you pay for the lift, but it's not just you in the car. They split the fare, so it could be two or three other people in the car with you besides you. Strangers, exactly. people you don't know. People you don't know, yeah. correct. Exactly. Um, I got in it. Um, they picked up two more people. It was a man that got in a car that was actually sitting next to me, and then there was a woman that was in the front seat. Mm -hmm. I was scrolling on my cell phone looking at footage of uh, the event that I had just left. Mm -hmm. And as I was sitting there, the guy turned to me and turned to me and said in like a really like mean way, didn't ask me nicely, so I turned down your phone. And I looked at him for a second, and when I looked at him, I was like, you know, it wasn't even on for two seconds, mm -hmm. you know. Clearly, you're bothered. One of the things when you scroll sometimes, when you scroll, it just plays it loud. It plays the audio. It plays the yeah. audio. It happens to everybody. Go ahead. Exactly. And you from New Orleans, so he okay. said that to you, and then the New Orleans came out. <laughs> no, and so then he turned to me, and he said to me, he was like, oh, you one of those ignorant, excuse my language, black, uneducated he said uh, B word. You can say yes. it out loud. You can say some people. He called you an uh, uneducated black bitch. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And immediately I got angry. I was like, oh my God, like, is this guy attacking me? So I pulled out my cell phone, like anybody should, if somebody's attacking them. Um, pulled out my cell phone to record him if he did anything else to attack me. The minute I pulled up my cell phone, this is when this man took my cell phone out of my hand, 
bended it back and fully like punched me. Mm. Um, we was in the back of the car. I was literally fighting for my life. Um, the Uber driver was literally driving while the whole commotion was going on. No mm -hmm. one helped me. And by the time that he pulled over and I was able to get out the back of the car, that's when police ended up pulling up. Um, they gave me two options. I was trying to press charges. They told me the man didn't want to press charges because he did have scratches. And I guess in the law of New York, if they have scratches, you have scratches, you both go to fighting. jail. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if, if they don't have proof. So uh, fast forward, I wanted to press charges. And they told me, well, you have two options. If you press charges, you're going to jail tonight. Or you could get in the back of this yellow car. They didn't ask me for medical attention. They didn't ask me if I was okay. They didn't even ask me my name. Was a guy black that called you a black bitch or was he No, white? he was a white guy. A white guy. He was a white guy. Um, and then at that point, I felt so nervous and so scared. My mom was on FaceTime with me the whole time. All I could think about was let me get myself out of here and put myself in a different situation. So I ended up going to the hospital, called another set of police. Um, they wasn't able to give me the report number because they said the police on the scene wasn't going to come back to the hospital to finish the report. Mm. And so I ended up going home feeling belittled. Um, I felt like no one was there for me. I'm from, you know, I'm from New Orleans, been here 10 years. I don't have family here, you know. So at that time, I just, I didn't, I was like, wow, not even the police could protect me. Like, who can? So literally I had a flight that morning at 9 o'clock in the morning to go home to see my family for Thanksgiving. Mm hmm I went home and fast, back up a little bit, like right before I did that, I recorded a video. And mm -hmm. when I recorded the video, I was just so angry, like I said, and felt so belittled. Had no clue it was gonna go viral. Had no clue who was gonna see it. And um, when I posted it, um, Sean King ended up seeing it and you guys saw it. And I've just been having so much love and so so, so much support mm -hmm. um, ever since I landed in New Orleans after the whole incident. And eventually the guy did get Apprehended. And when you came back, the guy was, was arrested? Yes, he was arrested. Um, he was charged with assault. My lawyers are trying to up the charges to a hate crime. And um, I'm just going to fully pursue this because at the end of the day, in my heart, this is bigger than me. I mean, you get in a car with strangers, you don't know somebody. Me as a female being here alone, you know, it's just you need to protect yourself. So mm -hmm. I'm just here now, you know, to speak on it because I just think that it's, it's bigger than me at this point. What, what, what was his side, side of the story when he got picked up? Or has, has he said anything? He has said something, and it's the craziest thing. Uh, he never denied it. He mm -hmm. never denied any of it. The only thing he kept saying was, I'm not a racist. Mm -hmm. I'm not a racist. And it doesn't. You don't have to be a racist to make a racist statement. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, at the end of the day, it's like, I felt, and correct me if I'm wrong, no man should ever put their hand on a woman at Absolutely the end of the not. day. Mm -hmm. You know, and he, and, well, and another Joe thing. Biden, Joe Biden said if it's in self-defense, but Joe Biden's crazy. Mm -hmm. And another thing he did say, too, was that, oh, I'm a minority. I'm gay and I'm a Latino. And that's what he said in the newspaper, but again. Oh, so he's not a white so man. He's not white, he's Latino. Well, Oh, way, it's, it's, it's gender. Like, you know, in that situation, from the way you described it, no, he had no business as a man putting his hands on him. You know, I had a couple people in my DM um, write me that knows him. Mm -hmm. And they said, one guy said he was an Afro-Latino in the real estate business. And he said he treated him so nasty over the years. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's just, a, I don't know if inside of the Latino race, if there's a light and dark situation going on but he's that's what the guy wrote me on Instagram mm -hmm. but it doesn't matter what he is the fact is that he put his hands on you and yeah. allegedly allegedly and we gotta say allegedly we have yeah. to say allegedly legal reasons um, but he was apprehended he and was that's apprehended and arrested yeah and you know we got your back Jazz absolutely absolutely well thank you for telling your story thank and you uh, we'll be watching to see what happens and you know if you ever need our support we are here thank you so much thank you alright well that is your front page news now, now, where do we go from here, Charlemagne?
Uh, Roddy Rich is coming in, right? No. Oh, Roddy Rich. Okay, what? Roddy oh. Rich is coming next hour. Oh, we promised the people. We got to shift gears. We got to shift know? gears. Jazz. Who to jazz? We had to shift gears a little <laughs> bit. Shift gears a little you know bit, what I'm saying? Right. But uh, 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 Sean Stone, Sean Stone, porta potty guy. Yes, and Trav, two of our most faithful listeners. If you listen to the Breakfast Club every morning, you've been riding with us for a long time, then you know that these two guys call in to tell them why you mad, get it off your chest every goddamn morning. That's right. But they don't like each other. They hate each other. Trav thinks Sean is boring. Right. Sean is homophobic. <laughs> That's just, just the truth to the matter. Sean is a Caribbean man. He's homophobic. And he doesn't like Trav for being gay. All right. So and they decided to settle it the good old-fashioned way with a rap battle. With this record. Yes. And when we come back, we're going to play them both. We're going to play Porter Potty Guy, a.k.a. Sean Stone. And we're going to play uh, Trav, a.k.a. And what do we call Trav? Hmm. I don't know nickname. what you call Trav. You tell me what you call Trav <laughs> when y'all are just together by you know yourselves. What? Forget you, all right? We're going to play them both when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out, your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. You call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club topic. Break, break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Decided, because I told y'all he's a recording artist. For whatever reason, he decided to make a diss record against old Travi Trav. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to play both diss records. No, talking about, I mean, we didn't get to the second one yet. We didn't know Trav rap. No, I meant Sean Stone's record. Yes. Oh, and then we, okay, and then, we okay. Gonna, and then Trav came back with a diss record. Yes, let's hear Sean Stone. This is Sean Stone. It has no title. Doesn't right. need one. But I'm not here to sway the jury. Mm-hmm. Let's listen to Sean Stone's right, diss listen. record to Trav. All right, let's go. Yeah. Sean Stone, yeah. Uh. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I hear this uh, gay boy Trad talking about me, right? <laughs> I just got something to reply to him, man. Breakfast club. Let's go. Right. You don't want no sauce to stay in your lane. You don't want no pressure to stay in your lane. I don't go that way. No way. I don't go back way. No way. You don't want that sauce to stay in your lane. You don't want that beef to stay in your lane. I don't go back way. No way. I don't go back way. No way. Hey, try to keep my name out of your mouth. By telling me you get in your mouth. Whoa. I'm the one that the girls talk about. Whoa. I'm the one that's in your mama house. Whoa. I never gonna play, yeah, you better know. The dude always calling the radio. Always showing a lot of your hate. To different yo, yo, color, different race. Man, I gotta keep on, just go. You know, you gotta stop recording raps on voice memo. <laughs> that's when you can't afford a studio, so you're sitting in your car, so you put the instrumental on in the right. car, and you turn it up loud, and then you rap over voice memo. Right. You know what I mean? And I think it's so whack when people use gay as an insult, but I'm not here to sway the jury. All yeah. right. Well, Trav came back. <laughs> oh, keyword back. He came back. Keyword back. Well, let's 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 hear <laughs> Trav's record. Let's go. Okay, over, over the Negro spiritual. Back that ass up. Trav. West Philly. Born and raised. With all gays. Don't make me tell Chase that his father's a disgrace in a random gay nigga had to put him in his place. Once he asked the ground, weak ass pictures. Might as well be gay because you get no bitches. Mentioning your pictures, you don't have too many of them because you're overweight with no swag corny in your ugly. You built like a stud, old fruity ass. They didn't type the giggle when it's in your booty ass. I know why you mad at Shaw. Because he wouldn't take the time to hear your weak ass song. Talking all tough like your weak chain. Strong, no, we got been waiting. Do your weak ass wrong. Sean Stone, the real knows you a bad 
this shit so okay. I really stick my dick down your thick ass throat I wish I know this trash shit That's where he ass at Leave him in the past here Back in the last year In West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where he was with all of the games. Hey, hey. Let's go, Trav. Let's go, Trav. All right. All right. Goodness gracious. Get that guy. Do I get a vote? Do we get the vote? You don't get the vote. Let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. You just heard Porter Potty Guy, a.k.a. Sean Stone. His His record. And you Our just, boy, no, his voice memo. <laughs> you heard Sean's voice memo. You're swaying the jury. Okay. And we just heard Trav. Let's Ooh, open up the phone lines. Shut that ass up. <laughs> Take your calls when we come back. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, yes. we have two listeners that always ride with the Breakfast Club. One, his name is uh, Porta Potty Guy, a.k.a. Sean Stone. Yes. The other is Trav. Yes, and uh, this is this is listener lyrical warfare because they got issues with each other. Correct. Uh, they've had issues with each other. Trav thinks that Sean Stone is fake positive and right. he thinks he's boring. Uh, Sean Stone is just homophobic towards Trav. <laughs> and that. he refuses to take that kind of insult from a gay man. So Sean Stone decided to do a diss record to Trav, and Trav replied back. Right, let's play Key a word, back. Let's play a clip of each. Here's Sean Stone's uh, clip of his record. His voice memo. You don't want that sauce, just stay in your lane. You don't want that beef, just stay in your lane. I don't go back way, no way. I don't go back way, no way. Hey, Trav, keep my name out of your mouth. Why Charlamagne, yeah, get in your mouth. I'm the one that the girls talk about. I'm the one that's in your mama house. I never gonna play, yeah, you better know. The dude always calling the radio. Always showing a lot of your hate. To different yo, yo, color, different race. Man, I gotta keep on, just go. Now you heard a clip of Sean Stone. Let's play a clip of Trav's record. Don't make me tell Chase that his father's a disgrace And a random gay nigga had to put him in his place Once he Instagram, weak-ass pictures Might as well be gay cause you get no bitches Mentioning your pictures, you don't have too many of them Cause you're overweight with no swag, corny, and you're ugly You're built like a stud, old fruity-ass nigga And it's like the giggle when it's busting in your booty-ass nigga Goddamn, I know why you mad at Sean Cause he wouldn't take the time to hear your weak-ass song Talking all tough like your weak ass strong All week I've been waiting, do your weak-ass wrong now, keep in mind, I had no idea Trav rapped. Zero. Didn't right. know. Me neither. He surprised the hell out of me. Me too. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? It's John from Florida. Hey, John from Florida. Man, what you think about both records, bro? Man, Trav killed him. But as a caveat. Okay. Somebody put him in a studio for that, man. He had had some inside hookup or stuff. Or something. <laughs> Why? Uh, he, man, Trav sounds totally different on the radio. That man came on like juvenile. He did, he did, he did, he did. 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 Yeah, Trav, Trav had that in the cup. Somebody help Trav. <laughs> Somebody help Trav. Hello, who's this? <laughs> yeah, this is Bob from Winsboro. Hey, what's up, man? What, what you thinking, Trav or you thinking Sean Stone? I mean, Trav won, but he needs some real competition. 
I'm ready for him. Oh, man, yeah, shut up, man. Yeah, Sit down. Man. It's, it's not about that. These guys are settling a beef. Okay? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Sean. MB, what up? What up, what up, what up? What, what you think? Yo, you think? Charlamagne, you wild. Yo, say that, say that, say that Fresh Prince joint again. Say that Fresh Prince. Oh, in West Philadelphia, oh, born and raised oh, on the playground, oh. is where he was with all of the games. <laughs> oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out of here. You ain't gonna pick a winner. Trav won, but that was Paul Envy. That was Paul's brother. <laughs> What's Paul's about it? I don't know. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Hey, this Nita from Ohio. Hey, who you giving that win to, Trav or Porter Potty guy? Trav, Trav had them bars. He he had that heat. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Trav. Trav, he, he killed him. He killed Sean. Right. He might as well just do that. All right, we're going to take some more calls. Sean Stone, you haven't gotten one vote yet. Uh, I want everybody to go to Sean Stone's Instagram. It's Sean Stone 876 and leave toilets on his Instagram page. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Toilet. Go delete a toilet emoji on his Instagram page. 800-585-1051. Who won? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. You're swaying the jury a little I'm bit, I'm not swaying the jury. Uh, Trav clearly won this. Trav has a full-blown freestyle. Uh, Sean Stone had a voice memo. And I think that Nick Cannon needed to hire Trav to help him <laughs> yeah. in his battle against Eminem. I would like to hear more from Trav, actually. All right, all right. Let's play a clip of both right now. Let's play a clip of, of Porta Potty guy, Sean Stone. You don't want that sauce, just stay in your lane. You don't want that beef, just stay in your lane. I don't go back way, no way. I don't go back way, no way. Hey, Trav, keep my name out of your mouth. Why Charlamagne, yeah, get in your mouth. I'm the one that the girls talk about. I'm the one that's in your mama house. I never gonna play, yeah, you better know. The dude always calling the radio. Always showing a lot of your hate. To different yo yo color different race man i gotta keep on just go now let's play a clip of trap yo made me tell chase that his father's a disgrace in a random gate and had to put him in his place once he instagram weak ass pictures might as well be gay cause you get no bitches mentioning your pictures you don't have too many of them cause you're overweight with no swag corny and you're ugly you're built like a stud old fruity ass they didn't type the giggle when it ushered in your booty ass you didn't got damn I know why you mad at Sean Cause he wouldn't take the time to hear your weak ass song Talking all tough like your weak ass strong All week I've been waiting to do your weak ass wrong My goodness My goodness You ain't playing fair, Trav Drop one of Clues bombs for Travi Trav, bro, bro 800 Prince of Penetration <laughs> Trav ain't playing 800-585-1051 Hello, who's this? This <laughs> Hey, who, who you going with? You going with Porta Potty guy, Sean Stone, or you going with Trav? I'm going with Trav. Shut that ass up. Shut that ass up. <laughs> yeah, I want the T-shirts made now. Shut that ass up. Hello, who's this? Damien from Troy. Damien from Troy. Well, you going with uh, Porta Potty guy, or you going with Trav? I'm going with Porta Potty guy. Okay. This is Porta Potty guy. He changed his voice. Oh. Sean, you've been calling up here for eight years, bro. Stop it. Oh my God! 
Sean, yeah. you should be ashamed of yourself. You called up here and voted for yourself under another name. You should be so ashamed of yourself, Sean Stone. That is so crazy. You should be ashamed you know of himself. You know he should you know be ashamed what? of himself. You know what? Oh, my God. Everybody go to Sean Stone's page right now, Sean Stone 876, and leave toilets all over his Instagram. He tried to call up here under another name as if he don't got that Jamaican accent that we all can't recognize. Sean, you should be ashamed of yourself, all right, bro. All right, so what's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is leave gay people alone. Gay people will get in your ass. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Goodness all gracious. Right. All okay, right. drop one of the clues bombs for Travi Trav, baby. All right, all Trav right. washed Sean Stone. It wasn't even close, and Sean Stone is supposed to be the recording artist. Please, I'm serious. We got to have a petty party in Sean Stone's mentions, especially after he just tried to call up here under a fake name. All right? Sean Stone 876 is his Instagram. Leave nothing but toilets under his page. Sean going to have a bad day today. <laughs> For the rest of the holidays, everybody going to be saying to Sean Stone, shut your ass up. Shut all your, your friends, up. all your family. <laughs> Sean going to have a bad all right. rest of the holiday season. All right. Well, let's do this. Let's do this. Well, we come back. We got your rumor report. We got to tell you about Nick Cannon and Eminem, all right? That and Nick Cannon needs Trav right now. Let's play Trav's joint right now. Play it, baby. Let's play the full Drop joint. Drop one of Clues Bombs for the Fresh Prince of Penetration in West Philadelphia, born and raised on the playground is where he was with all of the gays. <laughs> My man Trav, god damn all it. All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Packing the mail, it's gone. Sean Stone, uh, he just put up another voice memo on his Instagram page. Go, <laughs> to, Sh go to Sean Stone 876. He put it up six minutes ago, and he's got 730 comments. They're all toilets. <laughs> okay? So, yes, oh thank goodness. you. Thank you, Breakfast Club. And when I say Breakfast Club, I mean the listeners, because y'all are all part of this club, too. Just continue to put toilet, uh, to the toilet emoji under Sean Stone 876 for the rest of the day. Man, okay. Sean, all right, Sean. Shut your ass up, Sean. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the Breakfast Club. Let's talk Nick Cannon. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. So now another rap beef, Eminem versus Nick Cannon. Let's go, Nick Cannon! Now it all started when Eminem did a verse on Fat Joe's album. Let's let's hear this verse. I know me and Mariah didn't end on a high note. Yeah. But that other dude's whip, that you still got him neutered. Tried to tell him this chick's a nut job before he got his jewels clipped. Almost got my caboose kicked. Fool quit, you're not gonna do this. I let her chop my balls off too before I lost to you, Nick. Okay, well that's where it started. And Nick... Him and his crew, well, they replied. I told you they was going to jump him. There ain't no coming back. That's a fact. It's the invitation. Hold Joe to lean back. Don't get hit with this retaliation. So up with crack. But the white boy, he up with crack. Crack. Pills and smack. about the relapse. Call Kim. Somebody get Haley. And that other kid you raising, that ain't even your baby. Yeah. Took a page out of Drake book. This might get a Grammy. We going back to back till you respond on the family. My baby mama killed you off a decade ago. And you still crying about it, bitch. Nah, who really the hoe? I called Joe to set you up and you fell for the job. Slim on show for the video cause he tear five to my squad. I heard your show forgot a video and you sucking the eye. You paid him off and laid him off. Now who really the op? Should call me the new Pac. Ain't no killer but don't push me. How the fuck y'all got me battling Elvis Pazzoli? Okay. First of all, Eminem lost and the reason he lost is because he made Nick Cannon do what none of us want him to do and that's rap. <laughs> and I don't like when I say Nick Cannon can't rap and y'all call me a hater but when y'all say Nick Cannon can't rap it's okay. All right, but I'm gonna tell you something. I think that uh, Nick Cannon won that one. I think Nick okay. Cannon and the Black Squad, even though they jumped Eminem, I think they got that one. All right. Well, 
uh, Eminem responded on social media. He says, I demand an apology, Nicholas. You've made my gardener so jealous. Then he said, you mad, bro? Stop lying on my ick. I never even had a chauffeur. <laughs> you bougie F. And when he had a clown emoji. So when he says the gardener, he made the gardener jealous, what is he saying? I don't I mean, I know he's joking, but I don't know. I don't know. 50 Cent left a comment too. You saw 50 Cent? Well, well, before that, Nick Cannon heard that and then he responded while he was at Wildin' Out. Marshall, come out and play. Hey, yo, Atlanta. Let's go. To the whole crowd screamed out, Eminem, where you at? Well, 50 Cent responded. He jumped into it. He says, I don't understand to save my life why someone would pick a fight with M. He is a different kind of animal. I haven't seen a mother effer like that come close to beating that man. Hey, Nick, that ish was trash. I ought to kick you in your ass when I see you, punk. <laughs> and and that's where that beef is. Right? Uh, here's the thing, though. We got to stop acting like Eminem has ever really watched someone. Like, who has he battled? Like, when you say, you know, I've never seen nobody come close to battling M, what rappers has M battled? Cannabis is probably the best lyricist M has ever gone at, but Cannabis wasn't in his prime when M went at him. Like, who is M battled? Well, M battled uh, who? with a Ja Rule. They jumped Ja Rule. Ja Rule got jumped by the whole industry. <laughs> All of Interscope at the time jumped Ja Rule. I'm trying to think who okay, else. Okay, let's stop, let's who, let's stop that. Else? All of Interscope jumped Ja Rule. Who the else? Okay, Eminem. 50 started it, and then G-Unit jumped in, and D-12 jumped in, and M jumped in, Dr. Dre jumped in. They all jumped Ja Rule. Who is M battled? Uh, he battled Cannabis, and then... I just said Cannabis, but then, Cannabis wasn't in his prime at the time. Papa died. Papa Dot, man, shut up. That's not eight drunk. mile, man. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. We, we got who is M battle? MGK. MGK got him. Now we not gonna act like MGK. This record wasn't better. MGK, hold on. Let me see. Let me see who else did he battled that I can remember. Uh, That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like I, 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 I listen. Eminem is one of the, the the greatest lyricists of all time, right? There's mm -hmm. no there's no question. He's one of them. But when Fifty says nobody has come close, who has M really gotten to the ring with? He's picked on pop stars. Uh, he, and Nick Cannon. Benzino. Come on, man. I'm just going through the list, man. Uh, I can't think anymore. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, where do we where where, where does this reputation come MGK, from? GK. He throws a shot at you. Oh, yeah. Me. Moby. Moby. Hey, shut up, Drum. Shut up, Drum. Drum. Stop talking. What you talking about? I'm saying, but he's right, though. Moby, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, Nick Cannon. Like, who is M got busy with for real, for real? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, also, Cardi B, she was in uh, Vogue. She's on the cover of Vogue, her and her baby. Uh, she opened up about feeling like uh, people in her career are tired of seeing her winning. She feels like the press is uh, gets at her now that she's winning. She sees a lot of hate tweets and people hating on her, so she seems like people just don't want to see her win anymore. And also, she talks about uh, her relationship with Offset. And they said she had to have priest help save their marriage after he cheated. So I'm sure they went to a counselor and probably talked to somebody and had conversations. Counselor, no. Talk to forgiveness like and all exorcism. that. Exorcism. Get that cheating devil up out of you. Because black men don't cheat. Okay, you got to get that Satan cheating devil up out of you with an exorcism, God damn it. <laughs> We've all been there. Mm -hmm. All right? I've been in the room with my head spinning around <laughs> throwing up all over the place. Yeah, get yeah. that demon out of me. Yeah. Well, it's out. That's right. Four years clean, baby. There you go. Thank God. Okay. All right. Now, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, who are you giving that donkey to? Oh, man. This is going to uh, bring me great joy to give Le'Veon Bell the New York Jets donkey today. Remember last week we had a whole discussion about using uh, crazy excuses to not go to work? Yeah. Yeah. Le'Veon had one this oh. weekend. Oh, boy. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, indeed. Roddy Rich, welcome, sir. What's poppin'? First and foremost, congratulations. Appreciate Number one record, nominated for a couple of Grammys. Congratulations. You had three Grammy noms, right? Yeah. For for Rax in the middle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, two for Rax and then I think Ballin' too. And you, you got the album out, please excuse me for being antisocial. Yeah. Now I don't like interviewing antisocial people now. You gotta talk. Yeah, no, nah, we gonna talk. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I gotta talk. Yeah. I just don't like to per se. I just nah, don't like to talk. It ain't even that. It just out that was a statement from people who don't know me. Mm-hmm. Like people who don't know me. If you come across me or you see me, I might not really speak to you like that. You know what I'm saying? But it ain't nothing personal. Ain't that the worst in the world? Because when you're a regular person, nobody cares if you don't speak. But now that you ride your right. rich, you got to yeah. ride your way to say yeah. what's up, man. You're a real That's the first time anybody ever even said that. That mm-hmm. That's that exactly what I was... That's exactly the point. Mm-hmm. That's exactly... That's crazy. That's exactly the point. And then when you come from a certain environment, it's hard to trust people. You don't know who people friend or foe. Right. But for people that don't know, you're from Compton. Yeah. Now, how did you get into rapping? How did you start rapping? Um, I always liked music. This ain't just like something that was just like random for me. Mm-hmm. I always liked it, but I just, when I got older, then I started to pursue it. But you had a lot of influences coming from Compton. There's so many different artists, yeah. whether it's The Game, whether it's Dre, whether it's Kendrick. Kendrick Lamar. Did those people influence you a lot? Because you seen them? Uh, I ain't really seen nobody but Kendrick. Yeah, Kendrick was, was a, a real big inspiration for me. I seen him when I was younger, and um, he told me like, you should, because uh, I rapped for him when I was like 12 years old. And he was just like, you you good. Like, you could, you know, at the time, it was just like, you know, like, all right, for sure. You know how you run into a So somebody like, was just yes to you. Yeah, it was just like, mm-hmm. all right, for sure. But I, we had a cool conversation. It just still, like, I don't, just because we had a cool conversation don't mean I'm about to believe, you know, like, I could be that. Because you probably put in a million hours, you mm-hmm. feel me? Yeah. And I ain't put in, you feel me? So I'm just like, all right, for sure. But as I got older... And I just been going through all this shit and just really just making it. Mm-hmm. After doing that and seeing and just reuniting and seeing him again, it was love. Like that's. You remember that first yeah, conversation? Yeah, I saw a picture y'all yeah. posted what six days ago. Like, yeah, that was recent. Yeah. What was that convo like? Um, I really just asked him about like family, like how to deal with certain shit with your family, how to deal with just like where could I put my money that'd be good for me. Where'd y'all meet at? Y'all met y'all met to have a meeting together? Like um one of one of the homies um. In the city, L, mm-hmm. he like really just put us in contact because I told him like I I um know when I was younger I just want to talk to him because he like one of the people that I feel like uh, give me some some solid advice mm-hmm. on just what I what I'm what I'm thinking about pursuing just on a business point just on, on on family just anything and he 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 made it happen for me. So it's a lie when they say you started doing music two three years ago. No, it's not a lie. Okay. It's just I did. I I took it serious. That's what I was gonna point. say. When did you take it serious? When did you realize I can really make it in this music game? Like two, three years ago. I just it really. I ain't, it's not. I took it like oh, I'm a. I gotta. I'm a. Gotta be a rapper, rapper. Like it's just like I'm gonna try to put the work in. You feel me? I'm gonna try to go to the studio. I'm gonna try to put together a mixtape. I'm gonna try to like two, three years ago was my first mixtape. Mm. So who taught you that? Who taught you how to go in there and spit bars here? You got to be a 16, got to do the books, all that <laughs> shit. Uh, my uncles, like back in the day, mm. like when I was um, probably like eight, I used to uh, press record for them. But like, they used to be just in the kitchen, just rapping, going back and forth, whatever. And I was just a young around. I used to just press record on the Pro Tools. My question, can an artist be antisocial and still be an artist when the whole point of being an artist is being social? For sure. Okay. 
It's not that I'm so much anti. I, I'm I'm anti-social, but it's like it's only to people who don't understand or don't like know me. Like I'm not about to just walk up to you know people you don't know be like, oh, what's up? Yeah, yeah. I ain't with all that. <laughs> now for real, it's just that's just me though. That's uh, everybody around me. Like if you if we know you and we rock with you, it's gonna be like unlimited love. But if it ain't that, then I'ma just it's cool. Like we cool. Mm-hmm. Did you want to sign to, to to Dr. Dre? Was that a dream of yours? I always wanted company? to sign myself and be a, and be an owner. Nipsey taught me that for sure. Um, Dr. Dre is a legend in the city and always will be. But one thing that was taught to me was just always be your own boss and always understand you want to be um, somebody who's in control of your situation. And you said Nipsey taught you that? Yeah, talk to me about the yeah. Nipsey relationship because you on racks in the middle. I see mm-hmm. you got prolific tatted in the same spot. Nipsey had it. Rest yeah. in peace. Um, I mean, our relationship was before I was big. When uh, Meek was in jail, Nipsey was, like, really with me a heavy, 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 like, super heavy. Like, I just remember that time was, like, when they was both just really, like, in my life, like, super, like, a lot. Like, I got a picture. It's an old picture. It's not on my Instagram or nothing, but I had the DC and the Armini and Chain uh, together, and I was in front of um, Nipsey Maybach. But that was before I put Die Young out. Mm-hmm. So like you know, it just just being with them and just really just just understanding that, like every every day it w- it wasn't like he just gonna sit me down and just tell me like oh da 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 da. But like some days he 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 sit you in the room and just be you and him. Y'all just chopping it up. Mm-hmm. Some days you just really just gotta watch him and just see what he doing and how he interact with his homies, interact with his business partners, mm-hmm. um, interact. Um, just in different places, you'll understand, like, the type of stuff that Nipsey on. Even his kid, just his family, anything, like, when you see how, how he move, just period, you ain't have to really ask him too many questions because he, he teach you not by his, his words but by his actions. When you get to tat? After the, day, you the day after, literally. Right. I came back on the plane. I was so hurt that that's what I did because when I got my Roddy Rich tattoo, that was me, first time I had went on vacation for a couple of days. So I got the Roddy Rich tattoo. And I was like, I'm going to really do something positive with myself. Like, I'm going to be something different. Do you remember your last conversation with Nip? Um, it actually was in when I was on tour with Post Malone in Europe. He was talking to my bro, Kifa, uh, for the longest. Mm-hmm. And I was mad because <laughs> my phone was about to die. I'm like, we at? We at? Where was we at? Was that Friday's for? And he was just on the phone for a minute. I'm like, tell Dipsy call you on your phone, God, and then and he was like, he talking to you. He said it's real, shit. Like, all right, for sure. So he slid, he slid to the side, and it was just talking for a while. And I got back on the phone, and we we said a couple words, like just love you, keep going up, da da da, price like that. It just that was it. So his death just hit you different. Yeah, because I I like I first of all I wasn't in my city, and it's like it just felt weird coming back. It felt crazy. It felt like a ghost town. All right, we got more with Roddy Rich when we come back. Matter of fact, let's get into his joint. This one is with Mustard. It's called Ballin'. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Roddy Rich. What was your relationship with Juice World? We didn't really have that, that much of a relationship. Mm-hmm. But one thing that I did respect was when he brought me to Coachella and he played cuz and I was on stage and I got to share that moment with him. That's when I had, not to say I didn't respect him before, but I had, my respect had grew real deep for him because of the fact that he brought me to my first Coachella. We was out there, he 
like chopped it up. I came, I came to the crib where he was at and was chopping it up. And when and when we got on stage, he did that. And I didn't even know he was gonna do that. Mm -hmm. It was just like enjoy this moment. Like we was on stage, he was like, look, they sing like, and I, I just respected that from him because he showed love when he didn't really have to. Mm -hmm. Damn, when you really. think about that moment now, and you think about your record, Die Young. Does that put that in a different perspective for you? No, I feel the same. That's why I be telling people it's real out here. Even after I done got famous, you know, I find myself going to my city and shit like that really happened. It's really a rundown on you. And you got to always be prepared for that. If you ain't from that, then it don't apply to you, but it's real. Yeah, you said on War Baby, which I, which I think is my favorite record on the album. Yeah, I that's think. one of mine. I like, I like War Baby a lot. I like Peter too. But, but you said you don't want to be Ricky or another victim of, of homicide. So you yeah. still have those kind of fears? It's when homicide, homicide. What did man. I say? Homicide, homicide. Hey, <laughs> right, man, murder, whatever. Okay. Scott. <laughs> it is what it is. It's a feeling I have. It's a feeling that a lot of people that come from where I come from have. And you feel like you're getting so much good. Where and when is the bad going to come? bad to happen. Mm -hmm. Welcome to my life. That's what, but see, a lot of that is anxiety and PTSD just because you're yeah. used to so much bad happening that when the good finally happens, you can't even accept the blessings that you've been praying for almost. I guess that's just what it is. I just accept it. I I try to accept that good is coming my way, but I know that I'm I haven't always been a nice person. I really just try to always be positive about everything and know that like, you know, I, I do do good by people and I have a good heart, you know, so I, I I should be fine. See I ain't gonna lie, that scares me when I'm if I was your age and having the success you had. See, I'm grown. So a lot of my success came later in life. So I had years and years of really showing improvement through actions and deeds, type of repentance. You know what I'm saying? I, I mean, I, I okay, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, I've been through. I was going through the worst shit before I was who I am today. Like what? You care to elaborate a little bit? Going like I said, I went on a little vacation and then I uh, crashed the car. You know, uh, my me and my mom relationship wasn't that good. Did you mm -hmm. patch all that stuff up? Of course, I'm 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 very family oriented. I'm very into uh, you know the people around me being straight and always having them putting them first. At the same token, I gotta understand that without me doing what I do, a lot of people will have to figure out ways, different ways to eat. Not saying they wouldn't, but they will have to figure out ways, other ways to eat. So that's always first. Mm -hmm. As far as just my actions and what I'm doing, I always gotta like, I can't you know always be there so much, but as far as just like trying to make sure everything is like I'm 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 good with everybody, that's that's definitely a, a priority for me. Now you mentioned hey, that's how I know I'm not a screen no more. Because the first time he said he went on vacation, I said that's good, brother, getting some money. Oh, you he you got went his on passport. Vacation, vacation. Yeah, I thought he went on vacation. <laughs> nah, I ain't even go for a long time though. I went for a couple of days. They bailed me out. I ain't gonna sit here. Charlie McDonald's from Puerto Rico. Yeah, I thought you was out on a trip. Nah, man, <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie and tell y'all I'm great, day, But it, you know, it made me who I am today. You mentioned earlier that you talked to Kendrick about family. Mm -hmm. How has your family been through, through this, going from the street to now, successful Grammy Award, money's coming in, and about with everybody in the family, the hands start coming out, and Christmas is right around the corner. You about to get drained? <laughs> nah, I don't never get drained. I know how to say no. Word. The people around me, I feel like they're going to feel Christmas, but uh, you know, I ain't going to go too crazy. It's just, it'll be cool. I, honestly, the thing is, man, me being around for Christmas, I, I listen. My mama never put a Christmas tree up. Why? She you ain't believe in Santa. I grew up Jehovah's Witness. Yeah, so I know. On Christmas, she used to bring my gifts to the room. Wake me up. These your gifts. Merry Christmas. I love you, son. That's what's up. Yeah.
Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, she just, I, it ain't. I, what am I putting a tree up for? It's just me and you. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you want me to sit up here and put this tree together? It's just me and you. <laughs> we in this. Like, it's never been a part of my regimen to be holiday cheerful. That's what you tell the ladies when you yeah. don't buy them something, right? Nah, I mean I don't buy them nothing. Yeah, I don't got no ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Is this gonna be news to them when they watch this? No. Okay. No. What part? The, the part that they not getting no gifts or the part that he ain't got no <laughs> He said, nah, he said I got multiple ladies. I ain't got, I, I ain't got multiple ladies. But how was, did you hook up with, with Mustard for Baller? How did that record come about? He was tapped in first with Nip. Him, YG, and Nip um, was the first people to follow me. So they've been on my wave. Like mm-hmm. It was just a matter of us uh, getting getting in the studio and actually doing that shit really. And Ballin' was the first song we made. And you knew what it was when as soon as you made it, you know, oh, this is it. This is number one. Nah. Yeah, didn't, you didn't know? Nah. I don't think nobody really knows it's going number one. Is it possible to be from the streets of Compton and not get caught up in the gangbanging lifestyle? Do you have to choose um, a side? No, you don't have to. But some people just get, either you get pinned up against the wall where it's is on your head. Some I know I know homies had it, had it worse than me. The homies coming up to your doorstep come outside, you getting put on. and ain't nothing you could do about it. Mm-hmm. Your mama ain't home with what? You been hanging out, and you can't say nothing or do nothing about it? What you gonna do? I mean, that wasn't my situation, but I'm just saying. When you were young and you just moving around, it ain't it ain't nothing how, it ain't how serious people make it seem like, oh, he a gang member or da-da-da-da. It ain't none of that. That's just the way of, of where I'm from. Was that something you wanted to do? Or you just, like you said, you just knew it? it I mean, I don't really, you know, it's a part of me. It ain't. It, that's all I can say. And that's how you know he really doing it. <laughs> right, Rich Talk. Like because if he wasn't really doing it, he'd be up here screaming it. Yeah, right. He'd be dressed in the flags. All I ain't going to say that's how you know I'm really doing it. I'm going to say that that's what it is what it is. Roddy Rich. Perfect Cody. He ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We appreciate you for joining us. Good luck with everything. Good luck yeah, with the game. By the way, the album is dope. I was telling him that earlier yeah, today. Please excuse me for being on social. I like that. I think yeah. Roddy got a dope ass project. What y'all think about the transitions? What do you mean from song to song? Yeah, did y'all listen to those? Yeah, nah, I thought it was no. the transition. I, I liked it. I liked it. Oh, it sounded good. It sounded like a go, whole go, go listen, go listen to you, uh, you arranged your whole, your own album. That's what you're trying to say? Nah, oh. I uh, I, it's just some music. I uh, I teamed up with 1500 and nothing and did post production on my. Shit. And um, I just want to see if y'all f- with the way the songs really merge into each other. Yeah. If y'all pay attention. Mm-hmm. The songs are like, do some different little sh- in between. So if y'all got time, uh, ever, I get what just go saying. back into it and just listen. And that's that's how it becomes one. When know? the beat keep going. Yeah. After you finish rapping, okay. Into, yeah, you know, fade into the yeah, yeah, that's really, yeah. So I don't know. I just wanted to see if y'all was tapped. I like War Baby. I like Peter with Meek. I yeah, love God's yeah. Eyes. Hell yeah. Them, I do my, them, them my favorite tunes so far. For sure. Good looking. Well, thank you for joining us. Appreciate it. Roddy Rich, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. And if you haven't heard, we'll give you a Juice World update. Some more, uh, I guess this came from TMZ. They believe that when Juice World left L.A. and was flying to Chicago... That one of the pilots reported seeing, I guess, a gun and uh, reported that the entourage possibly had narcotics. So when they landed finally in Chicago, the police were waiting for them. And they believe the police did a check of the bags. Uh, They had a dog, a sniffing dog, walk by the bags. And the dog alerted them that there's possible narcotics in the luggage. 
Uh, they believe that Juice Squirrel, they're saying, possibly got nervous or scared and swallowed a bunch of painkillers in an attempt to hide them from the feds. Uh, when they did that, they believe uh, minutes later, he started having seizures and was rushed to the hospital. Uh, they found in the luggage under the plane uh, 70 pounds of weed. Uh, they also uh, found uh, three weapons, but the three weapons were all registered. And they also believe they found some codeine on the flight as well. I'll just say allegedly because uh, these are what sources are saying. Yeah, man, his team really failed him. His team failed him because Juice World is a multi-platinum artist. There's no reason for a multi-platinum artist to have, have 70 pounds of marijuana on a goddamn private jet. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? That sounds like somebody was was getting their hustle on and using, you know, Juice World's situation mm -hmm. to to bring their, their contraband into the city, man. And I think that's so whack because you're supposed to protect Juice World at all costs. Juice World is the, is the business. You know what I mean? Now, mm -hmm. now, now your business is gone. For what? And even with those pills, yeah, he shouldn't have had the pills on him, but somebody should have took that charge. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. There was absolutely no reason for Juice World to have to do that. To, to those pills, man. But but even even bigger than that, I just think it's bigger than drug use. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like you gotta ask yourself, what are these brothers trying to escape? Right. Like it's not as simple as a bunch of kids getting high. It's kids who have mental health issues they haven't dealt with, anxiety, depression, trauma they haven't healed. And once they start self medicating, man, it gets to a really bad place. It's very addictive and it's hard to get off. And uh Jordan Lucas actually got a lot of uh, backlash for his statement. He said Juice Girl was twenty one. It was a product of our generation of rappers who glorified drugs and made it cool. I'm blaming y'all for this ish. All that lean and pills glorify and talk about, you're teaching the kids to do it. Shaking my head. You happy now? R.I.P. Juice World gone too soon. Joyner is right. Yeah. But it's layers, man. And like I said, we have to get to these kids early because these kids are dealing with mental health issues that, you know, they just have not dealt with. Like, like trauma is real. And if you haven't healed that trauma, if you got anxiety, depression you're dealing with, you start self-medicating and that makes you feel good, that's what you're going to stick with. But if you catch these kids young, like, you know, when they're in elementary school, when they're in middle school, and you can actually give them real tools and real resources to deal with their trauma, to deal with their anxiety, deal with their depression, whether it's therapy, whether it's counseling, whether it's meditation, whatever it is, that's why it's so big. We got to have social-emotional learning in these schools, man. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if we can get these kids early, we could probably prevent the drug use. Absolutely. Like I say all the time, have that conversation with your kids early, man. Be yes. up, be, be very honest. Because a lot of these kids just trying to escape. Right. Like, they literally just trying to escape whatever it is that they're going through. When Juice World was up here, he talked about his mental health issues and how when he would talk about his anxiety, his depression, or his homeboys would, people would tell him, go to church. Or they would tell him, smoke a blunt. You, what you think this generation is doing? They're not just smoking blunts. They're doing pills. They're drinking alcohol. They're doing lean. They're doing whatever they can do to escape the feelings that are going on inside of their head. But you right. can't run from yourself, bro. And also, uh, and some positive news. Congratulations to Cassie. Cassie welcomes her baby girl to the world. Uh, eight pounds, four ounces, uh, 21 inches long. Mm -hmm. Cassie and her man. Alex did, Fine. Diddy? Did, that ain't good news for Diddy. No, <laughs> well, the baby's name is Somebody Frankie. Somebody check on Diddy, please. Frankie Fine. So congratulations to Cassie and Alex Fine. Check on our brother Diddy. Make sure he ain't somewhere, you know what I'm saying, self-medicating. Mm-hmm. Okay? And also... Shout out to Pusha T. Pusha T just revealed him and his uh, wife are expecting their first child. Uh, they put up a Christmas card and said, life goes on and babies are born. And mine's on the way. Couldn't wait to say it in a song. So. Oh, that's not the first time he's announced a child in a song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hate you. Trouble on the cool bombs for Pusha T. I hate you. You know what I mean? I hate you. He is having a child! I hate okay. you. I hate you. You know what? <laughs> I hate you. All right? And that is your rumor report. You're not a nice guy. You know that. I just want to put that out there. Revolt!
We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to Roddy Rich for joining us this morning. Salute to Roddy Rich. I, I enjoy that young man. He's got a dope project out right now called mm-hmm. Excuse Me for Being Antisocial. You should check it out. Mm-hmm. You know what else I like about Roddy Rich, man? I told him this yesterday. Um, I should have said it during the interview. I told Roddy Rich, I think he's going to go far. And the reason I think he's going to go far is, number one, he makes good music. But number two, he knows how to talk. Correct. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these young guys, you know, they come in here and, you know, they're dealing with a lot of, you know, anxiety. And they got insecurities. And, you know, they don't have that self-esteem yet. Right. You know what I mean? And they just don't know how to communicate properly. And plus, we just live in an era that's so socially awkward anyway because of social media. None of these people know how to look people in the eyes and have conversation. True. That young man, Roddy, knows how to do that. Yes, That's going to take him a long way. Shout out to Roddy Rich. Definitely pick up his project. All right? And when we come back, positive note. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. I got to shout out two people. I got to shout out uh, Pro Style. Shout out to Pro Style that works at our station here. Uh, I've been helping Pro Style get some properties. Me and my partner, uh, Caesar Flippin' NJ, and he picked up his uh, another three-family property. So shout out to him, creating that generation of wealth. And a young man that I don't know that actually just came to one of our seminars. His name is, uh, well, his Instagram name is Dr. Sal Mix. He actually picked up uh, a couple of uh, three-unit family uh, homes as well. So congratulations to those individuals, man. I love to see people creating generational so wealth for their family. You're helping people uh, buy properties. Yes. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I thought you didn't know what you was doing. Yeah, I heard somebody say I didn't know what I was doing. But uh, congratulations to them. I, like I, I tell everybody, I own, uh, at the end of this year, I'll probably own 150 units uh, Caesar w- uh, owns well over a thousand units, and what we try to do is just try to help people and try to teach people how to get into the real estate game. And the reason we did it was there were so many people when we would buy properties, and we would look at the block of people fixing up properties or, or on these auction houses, or just seeing people, and none of the people ever looked like us. And we was like, why? And the reason was a lot of times we just didn't know how to. So if I can help somebody or, or teach them how, or get them a, a hookup, or try to f- help somebody fix their credit or get some lending, I try to do as much as I can. I love to see people. You know, making money and, and people helping their families and making sure their families are secure. So I'll continue to do that. Word. Now, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. Uh, I want to tell everybody out there who's always feeling underestimated, I want you to know that there's no freedom quite like the freedom of being constantly underestimated. If you understand that, then you understand life. Breakfast Club, bitches! Are y'all finished or y'all done?